3: I mean, if I didn't start this episode with Les Mis, would you know it was page seven? (laughs) Do you hear (laughs) the the people sing, singing singing a song of of angry men? It is a music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Um, yes, we are we are recording this mid-Wednesday. We don't know what <laughs> the outcome will be of this American election and no we're going to desperately try to not talk about it today. Welcome to Page 7. I hope that you are well. I hope that you are feeling as positive as we can feel because yes, this is just the beginning of a very, very long battle for humanity and being good to each other. But uh, you know what? There's always Lay Miz. And you can put it on and be like, why did Russell Crowe get cast in Lay Miz? But you know <laughs> what? He did what he could to be the Javert that he could be. Also, How are I just want to say doing? congratulations to Chippers,
2: the first dog senator voted in. Uh, of course, that was Florida that uh, put him in the <laughs> office. So we've got a dog on the floor. Uh, no, I Hopefully, they'll would give him enough smart. treats. And, Hopefully he can post some motions. He was definitely saying he wanted to try to uh, give even rights to cats and dogs, which I do think <laughs> is a good
3: platform. I am very proud of Florida for doing that because usually, I, you know, they, they got a different kind of bone to pick with the rest of the country. But I guess not anymore, Senator Golden Retriever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I assume that it's a golden retriever, Holden. Wow.
2: On. Isn't that interesting? But, you
3: know, it's kind of fun because there's almost no other celebrity gossip going on right now <laughs> except for things like. (laughs) titles of 40 celebrity costumes that change the world or whatever this guy. Co- oh yeah, for 40 celebrities who stole the show for <laughs> Halloween 2020. Nobody stole the show for Halloween um, 2020. I'm going to say Lil
2: Nas Except X for Lil stole Nosex. the
3: motherfucking Except for Lil show. Lil
2: Nas X yes. did good.
3: It is hard to steal a show when there is no show. Um, there is no show. <laughs> is really what I mean because there's no show. I, I will say Jeff and I uh, dressed up as Wario and Waluigi yes. for the Haunt Your House last podcast network stream that we did on Halloween, and that was a lot of fun, and um, maybe we brought it into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> They're not brothers. It's okay. We're allowed to do those things. They're just men that met at a tennis court that hate Mario and Luigi, apparently. Wait a minute. Are
4: Mario and Luigi are brothers, but Wa-
3: Wario and Waluigi are not brothers. Waluigi. Correct. And I didn't know this, but I had to ask because when we first... I needed to know before we dressed up as them. Because I was like, because if we're brothers... Even if we're evil, we probably shouldn't be kissing on each other all night, you know, if we Uh really want to be the character. But no, they just apparently, I'm so glad because Jeff explained this to me, but then Jake from Wizard of the Bruiser really brought it home when he's like, no, they were just two separate men that played tennis together in some sort of Mario tennis world. (laughs) And they were like, uh, essentially just like, oh, you hate Mario? Well, I hate Luigi. And now then they just are Wario and Waluigi. And
2: it's just so funny too that I, I just love the whole just add a wall to the full name Luigi as some kind of, you know, and it makes no sense like, wa- Wario Waluigi. is just Mario with the M flipped upside down, right? So it's upside yes. down like Bizarro Mario. Makes sense. But the sense. rules of the naming device of Waluigi just make me love the character even more because it's so absurdly lazy. Like, I think you could have called him, like, uh, Waligi, right? Put a W, wa- Put the W in and put the L where the... Cause I could you want don't want to call him Wa right? That's just like a n- dumb, annoying word, right? <laughs> but just stapling a wa. No, Luigi
3: t- is fine. Luigi, Luigi.
2: Yeah, even that, honestly, but again, it's like you you would flip the L upside down in some. Well, that's what fact.
3: his hat is, and actually, that's why I think I like the Waluigi hat better because his hat is the L upside down on the hat, and it kind of makes me think of like an upside down cross. Which I is think Cardi <laughs> B's
2: Medusa costume is also pretty lit up. Yeah, by the way, the Medusa costume. Oh, yeah, she looked yes, dog. Oh, and Ton! Sorry, I'm just looking at this now. I love, by the way. Just like these types of articles where it's just picture after picture of people and their fun Halloween costumes. Like, I lo- like, unfortunately, it wasn't like this on Reddit this year, but I love in Reddit usually. It's a lot of just, you know, on Halloween, it's just a ton of awesome costume pictures. And when people nail it, it's so fun. So,
3: honestly, it was pretty great that he did a pretty, pretty. Bridget, dude, good job! Tony Hawk dressed up <laughs> as Larry David for Halloween, Great. and him on the on the skateboard, awesome. and yes. he's doing I don't know what is that called a a tin a tin pan fly? What is that he's called? He's in on the air.
2: Ice? He's just airborne. I don't. I mean, he's, like maybe he's doing an ollie. I mean, he's not flipping the like. If he flipped the board under his feet in the air, that would be an ollie.
3: Oh, okay. Well, I yeah. don't think it's an Ollie, but Skateboarder I Skateboarder over here. I'm just yeah. a Tony
2: Hawk pro skater play, video game player. <laughs> I <am> loved <laughs> those games. Yeah, that's I how I kid. know
4: Ollie, too, because of the PlayStation 1 Tony Hawk game from the yes. mid that to late brought, 90s. Well,
2: I mean, I, the Bruiser is an interesting podcast where we talk about different things, and we covered the Tony Hawk uh, series, and honestly, the, the impact that video game had on skateboarding was, is, like, huge. Because, yeah, I had and, and music. And music, like all of those fucking ska bands and and stuff too. Like, um, man, just massive. So, anyways, I don't know. I, lo- I get really nerdy about Teddy Hawk. I like, I like Tony Hawk, Jackie.
4: Tony Hawk's um, like daddy celebrity vibes are incredibly charming mm. because he's, mm. he's just great. like an old cute guy who skateboards. But like all the young people who skateboard now don't know who he is, but they know who Tony Hawk is, but they don't recognize him. So he he's always posting about how like, yes. you know, he'll be at the skateboard uh, the, at the skate park and he'll be like, you know, Hear kids talking about Tony Hawk, and then he'll be like, I'm Tony Hawk. And they'll be like, No, you're not. And he's like, he, is, he has a very fun, he's like an old guy who embraces, he's not that old, obviously, but he's like, just totally embraces being like an old guy who nobody cares about, except that he's Tony Hawk, so everybody does care about him. Yeah. He's but that's great. why the
3: picture is so great because it really does look like Larry David is <laughs> on a skateboard yes. up in the air. Because I, I did a double take. Yeah, I'm like, what he the hell is it. Larry David doing? Can you imagine him just like with the pussy hair stuck in the back of his throat, just like ah, ah, trying to get on the skateboard? Did <laughs> you guys watch all of Curb Your Enthusiasm? I was obsessed with I Curb I love your it. Enthusiasm. I don't think I've, I
2: haven't seen all of it, but I mean, it's definitely a thing I quite appreciate whenever I remember it exists. And I'm like, oh yeah, why am I not watching this? It's so good.
3: It's so good. It's just so good. But also, I will say Janelle Monet as Chucky in the great. good guy's outfit, Killed also
2: it. really great. But the next picture, Jackie, was what I was going to bring up.
3: Oh, the are you talking about the Powderpuff Girls? Yeah, I You're saw River that on all their Gales. social media.
2: At first, I was like,
4: why are they standing so close to each other? But then I realized it's because yes. they're all probably on the set together. And so they're all sharing droplets with each other anyway. And so they're all quarantined <laughs> together. They can have their cute uh, Powerpuff Girls. And, you know, I just can't help but. But love them. At first I had an automatic scorn
2: reaction for some
4: reason.
3: It's it's are just I, these are not
2: people you would have probably enjoyed hanging out. Like this, if I showed you this picture it was like, these girls are in your high school. Yes. How do you feel? Like, would will you want to try to will you invite them to your party or not? Like no, you'd be like, they wouldn't no. Wouldn't come. no.
4: Yes. I think that's right. <laughs> I think there's something about my relationship with loving Lily Reinhardt has been such a journey because at first I was like. She's basic. And I asked Gideon like which whether he liked Betty or Veronica better. And he said, Betty. And then I was like, you know, jealous of her. What? and I was like, she's so basic. <laughs> but then like gradually over the course of many, many, many hours spent watching Riverdale, I just realized that I actually do think she's extremely awesome and hot. But then there's still that part of me that's like, I can't. This She's no, I don't I don't want to love her. She's basic. She looks like somebody who would be not nice to me. Uh, but then it turns out that I actually think that she is fantastic. And so is Cheryl. And so is Veronica. And I think them being the powderpuff girls is um, just ridiculously charming. I didn't want to be yes. charmed by it, but I was.
2: And it's uncomfortably how turned on it's making me seeing as how those are actually like tiny little girls in the cartoon.
3: <laughs> yes, but they but they are full-grown adults and they do have like a fun version of the Powderpuff Girl outfits on. And also, see, I follow them on social media and it's the kind of thing that when, like when Cole Sprouse came out, he's dating some model in Toronto right now and there's these pictures of them canoodling and it was the same day that it dropped and then on their Instagrams and their Insta stories, obviously the three of them that night got hammered and they <laughs> ah. were just like putting up a bunch of insta stories of them like like learning dances to music videos and like that kind of shit of just like girls being together with girls when like obviously they don't want to think about their, bo- their ex-boyfriend Aww. fucking somebody else Aww. and I love that shit it really does as someone that never really had too many girl girlfriends like I never had a posse of women that I hung out with I always was desperately Desperately wanted it so badly of just like like you fall into the girl gang of like, help me survive, you know, I and I
2: I, even as a dude, I there's something special about that night where everybody I I remember when Henry showed up in tears in college because we'll just call her evil a Uh, uh, (laughs) we we refer to her as evil that her name, but I don't want to call her out. But evil A uh, dumped him and he showed up in tears. And, and yeah, there's just something so special, more so about that night than any other, where everybody gets together and it's like, no, we're going to sit here with you. And if you're going to cry, we're going to fucking let you cry. If you, we're just going to make you laugh if, if if that's what you need we're going to listen to what you know whatever we're going to listen to sad yeah, you want to go out listen- you
3: want a wingman yeah. we'll be wingman you want to get hammered you don't want to get hammered we will do whatever honestly that's kind of what election night was for us where we did like straight up we did tripping rules which meant we weren't allowed to look at our phones and we put on whatever dumb bullshit we wanted we watched jo- the John Wicks and then we started watching again further into my descent into I love a Mama's Boy, and I Love A Mama's Boy is the new DLC oh. reality show Ooh. that is if you want to watch something that will make you just so, I don't want to use the word disgusted, but it isn't, it's a next level of Mama's Everybody's boys. sitting around like,
2: honey, well, how do you want to feel tonight? I want to feel... Absolutely disgusted. <laughs> oh, if I got a show for you. Page seven. I was listening to it the other day. Wait, tell me, <laughs> we
4: so- tell me about it because this is this is kind of the the genre of reality TV that I want to get more into. Like I like I always wanted to I, watch that show. Yes. Uh, Smothered about the mothers who, like, take baths with their adult
3: children and stuff. Why didn't they call it Smothered Mothers, by the way? Smothered Mothers. It was smothered, S- but the end is mothers. capitalized. It's smothered. It's, but it's an so apostrophe,
4: and it's a pun. It's
3: a smothered. <laughs> smothered. It's <laughs> like the a only s'more. Reason,
4: uh, it I is just
3: now. like smothered, but I couldn't continue watching smothered because I knew one of the women on the show. Uh, and it was making right. me very uncomfortable. I remember that. But. And I Love a Mama's Boy, it's the same kind of thing where it is just like, oh, it's about women that are dating. They are all, of course, you know, unfortunately, it's TLC. So it's all men dating women. And the women that have to deal with, as well, these men that are obsessed with their mothers. Like, down to the <laughs> fact that, like, the mom would go with them to, like, go lingerie shopping. And then openly, one of the mothers is just openly like, you're not good enough for my son. I don't know why he's with you. I'm the only woman in his life saying these things to her in front of him, and he does nothing. So it is. And so we were so busy screaming at the television <laughs> about how it's not even the fact that I wasn't even so much against the men with the relationships with their mothers like that. Is that it's ladies look at your situation and get more confidence in yourself to leave this. Since you hate it so much. Some, I think, people would dig being in that kind of relationship. That you are not the number one person in someone's life. That is, I feel like it does... I will say one of the relationships I do... I. It seems like... The man might have feelings for men and is lying about it ah, and is in a relationship with a woman. I can and see that. that makes complete sense to me because it keeps her at arm's length and it's not something that they really ever have to deal with because if you're living with your mother, it's like, can we really fuck? No, mom's in the next room. Yeah. No, mom comes in all the time. Like that kind of shit I understand. <laughs> Yikes. And
2: also, I will say, <laughs> you, you would think these women too, at the same time, to go back to them, that maybe it's a situation like their face was like horribly mangled in an acid attack or something like that. And this is kind of the only option for them, but it's not true. These look
3: like very well adjusted. (laughs) They're all beautiful. beautiful. They are beautiful Beautiful women. It's like, what are you doing? No,
4: this is like, I've started reading the, uh, only when they're like retweeted, but the like, am I the asshole things, you know, or like the relationship things. And, It is abundantly clear that women are uh, conditioned, you know, socially, culturally to think that, um, you know, they deserve uh, whatever garbage a man will put at them uh, sometimes, you know, and be like, I guess this is just how men are. Like there was the one I read recently was about a guy who thinks that if you eat enough fiber, your shits are so clean that you don't need to wipe your butt. And this woman was like... I'm kind of not that sexually attracted to him anymore but he seems to think that it's totally fine so I guess just is this a weird thing or is this just me and everyone was like can women have a single standard you know like but it's like I don't (laughs) want to you're allowed (laughs) you're allowed to have the standard I don't want to blame the women uh, you know because I think that they're all. Just, she's obviously just mixed up in her head. And this guy was telling her that she was weird for using toilet paper. Uh, so I don't want to blame the women. I think that that's obviously. A, but I th- I think that the 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 having standards <laughs> thing is tough because you know you're, you're conditioned to think that you know if a man pays attention to you that's what is most important or whatever. And so then if he wants to share a bedroom with
3: his mother, then you're like, well, I guess is this is this okay? I guess it's fine. See, you know what I do when I make in the toilet is that you you, you don't. If I haven't had enough fiber for the day, then I have to punish myself. Wait until I cry so much that the tears go all the way down my body and run off through my ass crack to clean it out. And that is what a woman should do. Use your angel's tears and get in there and wipe, wipe, wipe that hole out the way God intended us to. But wait, not to do a segue when I'm not the segue
4: queen. But please segue. Uh, can we talk about Heidi Klum's video? Because it's yes. got a couple of things we love and a couple of things that you're on page seven we've been a little bit cranky about lately. One, it has Heidi Klum, which we love. It has Halloween Heidi Klum, which we love even more. It's like our two favorite things here. Uh, I love. It is super fun. It is an amazing video. She put out this um, uh, little movie, like five and a half minute
3: movie um, that she did with her kids. Because she couldn't do the party this year. So instead, so she put all of, you know, she's been amping up this thing, which I didn't really realize what it was going to be, that she obviously had still been crafting her costume and crafting Halloween because she loves Halloween. So she and her kids put out a five minute video. You can look it up on Heidi Klum's social media. It is I also so think it's fun. Really cool
2: that you could look at what she does for the Halloween parties is like, look at me, you know, whatever me, 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 she made it like all about her kids and made it so cool awesome. and fun and inclusive. And really, d- her part of it was almost downplayed into like she, it was super cool, like the way they made her blend in with the wall and stuff. But it was it really put the, their costumes front and center, which I think it was another just really cool move as like a mother and uh, going through quarantine and also just uh, fi- like once every, now and again, we get a celebrity doing like a fun thing in quarantine and it's not just the most obnoxious bullshit ever. Right, right. It's not totally (laughs) selfish.
4: Yeah, this was super fun. It was like, it was so fun. Like it, it looked like for the kids. Self-aware, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, tongue-in-cheek. It looked really fun for the kids. However, it just involved a lot of poop uh, jokes and toilet paper jokes (laughs) and I, Did she fart too really bad? Yeah, the bad
2: sausage. And
4: I know that we have a split here at Page 7 about how we feel about poop and fart jokes, and so I did want to talk to Jackie about it because, of course, our love for Heidi Klum and her incredible aesthetic sense of, like, how to do an amazing costume that was, like, translated into oh, this incredible so video uh, was, I was like, is... is how How is our editorial stance on poop jokes going to factor in here because it is definitely a poop joke centric um uh you know it is it is built on some poop jokes and i for one
3: i'm down with a poop joke and a fart joke i know y'all love it i don't (laughs) like but the thing is again Depends on the time and the place. I was just right. bringing up the idea that, well, like, hopefully they're in... wearing
2: depends if they're going to yeah, like,
3: all all, there, you know all there. day. Yeah. I think that it is great <laughs> when it is a really hot supermodel making shit jokes. Okay. Yeah, either that. Like, I think that that is a lot of fun. I think that it also plays up how chill she is when it comes to making jokes about herself, which makes me like her even more. Yeah. And I was just brought up the other day, like Parks and Rec. When Jerry has his fart attack, when he's having a heart attack, and he keeps <laughs> farting while he's having a heart attack, and they call it a fart attack, and everyone is laughing so hard while it's <laughs> happening, I laughed my ass off during that. Like yeah. there are certain times when it's, it's just worth when it's lazy. it, like this. It's when it's you lazy. Wouldn't ex- right. Exactly. Sometimes lazy, but like you wouldn't expect Heidi Klum. Yes to make mm. a bunch of shit jokes about herself yeah. in a short film, and that's what makes it cool as fuck. Yeah, and they, I, I mean totally That's agree. her
2: MO, right, too, is I think we've already been on this train with her because every Halloween she makes herself look fucking terrifying and terrifying. disgusting, and it's never, like, she never shows up as some, like, you know, sexy fill-in-the-blank. It's always, like, she's so down to just get... Mangled and tear and just horrific looking. Yeah, and she's I love so that.
4: devoted, right? And yeah, it's it's always about the greater like story being told by the costume. It's never about yeah. her looking hot, which is so satisfying, yeah. right? And that was why I think the poop jokes worked because it wasn't about her being hot. It was about this service. And even though it was, you know, with the last few weeks we've been. Angry about the the corny uh, quarantine toilet paper ornaments and stuff, and so this it was indeed a toilet paper joke, right? Exactly. It it was like, yes, that's how you do it. You have so much toilet paper left over, so you use the toilet paper, and then they she creates these like super awesome looking like terrifying mummies with the toilet paper. And yeah, I was like at first I was like toilet paper joke,
3: but then it ended up being so satisfying. So delightful. Please check it out. Look up Heidi Klum. It's uh, under hashtag HeidiHalloween2020 because there were, it is fun to watch the amount of people that there were still ways to have fun. And you know what? I, what I do love about human beings is that we do have an ability to get used to change that they're like even just looking at the beginning of all of this bullshit and seeing where we are now and how adaptable we can be
2: Oh yeah, and it's i have last cool to last forever now see it.
3: <laughs> I, can't, I can't i hope it's for, always like i'll never leave the house again i know i know that this is you know what the memes say but there are times when i'm watching movies that i'm like why are they all together they shouldn't be so close together, yes. which I definitely felt in looking at the uh, the Kardashian birthday party over the. Why, why again, guys? Don't show it to a bunch of people about you having a bunch of celebrities jammed into a spot together. Well, I think
2: it was better to show that to people than to show this fucking creepy ass hologram.
3: Oh my god, the hologram! Oh my god, <laughs> the the my we favorite. didn't get to talk about it last week. Because it came out last Wednesday. Yes, uh, that's right. It was just- (laughs) The most,
2: most, most genius. The most, most, The best part we have
4: to talk about is just the extended time that they use this hologram of her, you know, no longer living father, Robert Kardashian, a.k.a. the lawyer for OJ, to just sing along, like, not sing along, but just kind of like silently dance along.
2: uh, Weird hand dancing he does. And I'm like, I really hope- that's a trait that is specific to him that they like remember, and not just some bizarre choice, because that would definitely throw me out of it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I was watching yes, that so and we watch are my referring to that. the hologram that Kanye bought for Kim Kardashian for her birthday. That is of her father, and then he also at one point says, "You married the most, 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 most genius in the world, Kanye West." But I even wrote it, and I, I laughed to myself, and I wrote it in the email to you guys. Who wants your dead father to come to the birthday party? <laughs> I don't want dead daddy at the birthday. Dead daddy, like, sure, I guess if I'm alone, and you can look at it and weep silently, but I don't want dead daddy at uh, my also, birthday I've, party. Also, I definitely
2: wouldn't have said, like, you married the best husband in the world, Holden McNeely. Uh, but I would probably maybe just take a thing he actually wrote down or old footage of him saying something nice and just adapt that to him actually saying it. Because then that's like something he actually said, not just put putting really like egotistical words in his mouth. Yeah. You know, it's so beyond <laughs> crazy to me. And so weird that Kim wasn't like, um, I really love this, honey, but just like. Don't tell anybody about this,
4: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, and and also right because we know my like Kanye posted. obviously wrote what what Robert Kardashian the ghost of Robert Kardashian said, and <laughs> uh, and and he made it to be mo yeah about Kanye, and then that weird little silent dance along part, which was definitely my favorite. But uh, and then he says, you know, you're amazing, you're a good mother to your children, all of that's nice. Like it would be, I can imagine it would be nice to have a, a artificial image of you know someone who you miss telling you like. Uh, that the things you're doing now are nice but right like given that we know that Kim Kardashian like knows that Kanye is like really not in a good place right now like I feel like she mm-hmm. could have been like thank you for this the weird thought behind this like this was sweet <laughs> But, right, like, let's just keep this under wraps and not share with the world that you gave me a hologram of Robert Kardashian. It's just so, so loaded. I know that that's her dad, but just to be like, here's here's Robert Kardashian
3: back again, you know. And listen to him, listen to the, I'd like to shake his hand. <laughs> and it's just him dancing and kind of singing along. Oh. I don't understand how holograms work. I will be the first one to say that. I don't know. It, so does that mean someone puts mocap on them? and does this exact thing, and then they put his likeness over that? Not sure.
2: Um, It could uh, definitely just be completely rendered by a computer engineer. Um, Because there's also,
4: like, AI, like, generated, like, like there, I've seen, like, tributes to people who have passed, like, families make them, like, do an AI, like, uh, video game version like like a like a digital rendering of them than do like saying something. So I don't know to what extent this is that or it is something else. Um, but I do feel like it is going, it's veering into the into the into the spooky because uh, it's one thing to have like a, right, a tribute to you know remembering somebody, but it's another thing to be like, I'm Kanye West, and I want this dead person to say that I'm a genius. You know, like,
3: (laughs) that's, that's rough. (laughs) I just I feel like the second like my dad came out of a box at my 50th birthday and then he's like "Uh, Jackie I don't know uh, here's your mother like I feel like he would do exactly (laughs) what he does when he answers the phone and just immediately gives the phone to my mother and um, I guess I'd be like thanks dad go back (laughs) into your coffin now I love ya
0: (laughs) Pulling up to Mickey D's Just for Drinks?
3: I just, I I mean, I guess good for for her, she seemed to openly enjoy it.
2: Mm -hmm. She posted it again in a closer view of it. She said it meant so much to her and her sisters. You know, just different different strokes for different folks. Different strokes Uh, for different rich folks. I like this one tweet. I did something, I'm looking at the, the comments. I did something similar for my friend's birthday, though I didn't have money for a hologram. So I just dug up his dad's corpse instead.
3: (laughs) There's dad. Look at daddy go. Yeah, we even, we dressed him up like a little garden goose too. Doesn't he like to wear his little rain hat? (laughs) Um, Speaking of garden geese, I was very close to buying my own garden goose over this week. And then I started looking at all the... And then on Etsy, you can buy little clothes for them. And I had probably about $200 worth of geese clothes in my Etsy cart. And I was like, Jackie, you can't do this right now. Don't buy a goose. Don't put your feelings into a goose. Isn't that what we always say? (laughs) Uh,
2: I will will say, Jackie, some people are getting into the Thanksgiving spirit. I almost took a picture of this. I was walking by a... uh, building earlier today and had a big inflatable turkey and a big sign on its belly that says someone want a piece of me and i thought about you (laughs) oh
4: thank you that's like a turkey hologram of a dead turkey
3: (laughs) he is just like a turkey see this is where i started the article out to you guys this week because you know what it really is we've got halloween things to discuss and then immediately jumping into christmas one day one day I will be the empress of Thanksgiving, and then Mariah Carey and I can join forces and take over the holidays together. Where is my Thanksgiving? I will yell about it every year. You need, okay,
2: I went to the store. Right? Let's, let's just, let's walk it back here, okay? Also, walk really quick, now, really y'all. quick side note, for our streaming purposes, they will be doing a digital Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It will be a I streaming only, no crowds, weird thing. I don't know what the fuck it's going to (laughs) be. Don't worry, Jackie, we get, we get to wake up at me at 9am and you at uh, 6am on Thanksgiving again this year. So we
3: will be doing a live stream on Thanksgiving morning. (laughs) We're going to go ahead and say it right now that we will be getting drunk on Thanksgiving morning. And I will start at six o'clock in the morning. But to
2: take it back to what you're saying, what we need, you go into the store around Halloween, right? I went to the dollar store. There are spiders webs. There are witches hats. There are signs that say wicked. There was, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? Pumpkins, right? There's all these things associated with the holiday that you can put on your wall. Christmas, same thing. You've got Santa Claus. You've got the elf on the shelf. You've got the stockings. You've got the tinsel. We don't get that with Thanksgiving. It's just this food stuff. And yeah, I could put a sticker of a ham on my window. But is that really acceptable? And and so I think if you want to be queen of Halloween... You got to start thinking about what do I add? Empress of Thanksgiving. Empress of Thanksgiving. Empress thank of very Thanksgiving. Much. Sorry, not queen Empress, of. Empress. Hold on. If you want to become Empress of Thanksgiving, Empress of Thanksgiving, which I will say is a bit verbose, it's a bit word, mouthy. Well, of a my,
4: It's my title. She's a bit mouthy. Yeah, I am. yeah. I'll put my mouth on anything. <laughs> All right. That's what makes you the Empress of Thanksgiving. She's what, do a bit we, what do we do mouthy. with
2: this holiday decoration wise? Because I actually have this problem right now because. For the first time ever, I'm like, I have to decorate my apartment for each holiday or I'm going to get depressed. But all I yes. have is like a cornucopia. Is no, like the only bruh. thing I can think of.
4: I have Thanksgiving decorations, so I'm actually in the opposite problem because I last year or two years ago was like – I have children. It's time to decorate for every holiday. And I got like, you know, you get a little felt thing that hangs on the wall that has a turkey. It's a little wall and You get I got a little like a door hanger that's like a little springy turkey. And I was so excited. I went ham at Party City. I got a bunch of Thanksgiving ah, decorations. No, you went turkey at Party yeah, I went City. went turkey yeah. at Party City. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. But my problem is that they're all so fun that my two-year-old found them and has been playing with them all year. And so the springy turkey is now just one of her toys. And so now I feel like I have too many Thanksgiving decorations. They've been normalized. You know, they're no longer like the springy turkey. I can't put that up now and say that's a Thanksgiving theme because that's just been with us now for two years, like every day.
2: It's so funny that you say that because as a kid, I would argue the opposite for my experience when it was like, Ugh, now we have to do this weird month where we dress like boring ass pilgrims. How or dare fun you. ass Native Americans, but still like a shitty caricature, and, and and you know what I mean, and like it was always kind of like you know oh here this maze means corn
3: yeah you fucking a, that reminds me of the baby <laughs> corn joke I just wrote earlier, um, so for classy night in I write only so this is. This is, I'm sorry. Explaining this is a, is a bit of a slog. <laughs> I decided that I only write jokes about baby corn and that someday I would like to produce an entire hour of me only giving baby corn jokes. And uh, because I've been eating a lot more baby corn. And so for Classy Night In, which is the show I do with Ed Larson and Henry... Zabrowski, my brother, on the last podcast network every other Wednesday night. Um, I only write baby corn jokes. And I wrote, um, why why did the pilgrim ask... Oh, the pilgrim asked... God, you're good at this. (laughs) The pilgrim... Well, I didn't actually write it down. I was just thinking about it. The pilgrim asked the baby corn, why are you crying? And the baby corn said... Because you killed my ancestors for your own amazement. <laughs> <laughs> I think I killed them for their land. Well, for the maze. I need to get maze in there. I need to get the word maze in there for Thanksgiving. That I was trying to good, do theme th- jokes. I, that's doing a pun joke about
4: genocide is a tough reach, but I think you did it.
3: Right. I think you yes. got there. I
2: will say too, Jackie, you wanna go viral? Sure. Baby corn doo doo-do-do-do, do, 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 baby oh, corn baby do corn do you do. do, do. <laughs> Baby Do go corn. Oh my god! And
3: then, but the end of it, it's me killing myself. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have to step in here. <laughs> there she
4: goes, and point out that although maize is a thing about Thanksgiving, baby corn is not. But you're just inserting mm-hmm. this. Uh, this is a part of your life that you've been working on outside of Thanksgiving. Yeah, because so like make one it- of my. Th-
3: Yes, got it. One of my Halloween ones was "Hope my baby corn doesn't become a vampire because then she could star in From Husk Till Dawn."
2: I like that intellectually. (sighs) I like that. Do you get
3: it, Molly? I I don't know if you get it, Molly. I think Uh, that's a movie. (laughs) I think that one's more offensive (laughs) than the other one. (laughs) 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 Hey, hey, I got I got a kernel of wisdom for you. If you've got a butter face, put it on some baby corn. That, yep. no, okay. So that's not even, there's not even <laughs> it's
2: got, I like that you work, like you're putting stuff out there. You're trying, the intent is what I appreciate. You're trying to thank you. give people a, a little joy, which ha- I like. Thank
4: you. Have you really been eating more baby
3: corn? Like you're legit buying cans of baby corn and putting it in stuff? I have so many cans of baby corn, uh, when Jeff and I were trying for a while uh, doing, it was really dumb. I think there was, it was, you know, when we all hit the middle part of quarantine and we're like, I'm going to try new diets. Right. I think I screamed about it on here. Yes. And, um And I thought that my life was going to be over. And in my head, baby corn was actually, since it is preserved in salt, which I probably should not have been eating it, but I would just eat it out of the can because I couldn't put spices or anything else on anything that I was eating so it tasted really salty. Mm. To me. So now so I've grown accustomed to eating baby <laughs> corn out of a can.
4: Wow. You're the only person <laughs> oh. I've ever met who eats baby corn out of a can. I have a friend who eats hearts of palm out the can regularly. Delicious.
3: Mm. They're delicious out of the can. I love baby corn. I put baby <laughs> corn in almost everything. I think that baby corn is a root vegetable and not technically any corn. So isn't that fun? <laughs> is this it whole segment
2: made me so sad. Now I'm sad. This whole Why are you segment sad? Because it's just a jo- the jokes that sort of kind of, d- I'm going to say we're a bit of a whiffer and then talking about eating food out of a can. I just feel like depressed a little bit. Nah. Yeah,
3: well, I love baby <laughs> corn. I really love baby corn. I love that their teeth are so tiny that their gnashing barely makes my nipples bleed. Good God. Oh, man. Your joke structures man. really are a roller coaster. That is brutal. Thank you. So, some- <laughs> you wait. Sometimes it's you a- wait till I have an hour. Sometimes it's a really
4: predictable play on words, and other times it's just a joke about nipple gnashing that has no...
2: Yeah, just...
3: It was, you didn't see it coming oh. at all. Now I'm scared and sad. That one came from because I do a lot of, um, I pretend like the garden, everything that grows in my garden are my babies. Ah. And so sometimes Oof. I'll come in holding the peppers like they're a baby oh, and I'll say, man. Jeff, look, the baby's awake and it really scares him. And he's like, please stop calling <laughs> the peppers the babies. And then I'm like, she won't take my nipple. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God. Incredible. He only technically loves me more after all of this. And that <laughs> is saying something about our relationship. <laughs> were you guys hoping I was going to get into my baby corn jokes at some point? I had no yeah, idea. Today was the day. I
4: thought I knew you pretty since, well. I didn't
3: know that you were working on this project. Yep. This is this is a solo project because <laughs> no one gets my vision. And someday everyone's going to see. And like, remember when we scoffed? At her baby corn jokes. Remember when we thought that she couldn't do it? Well, I'm the little bitch that could. Well, here's the okay. Here's the other
2: thing. Santa Claus, the king of Christmas. Uh, Halloween, you've got Elvira. You've got you know all these all these different landmark people in Halloween that are in a very uh, interesting, fun costumes. Empress of Thanksgiving. What even? What are we looking at when we're looking at the Empress of Thanksgiving? What does she don? Good cue to, to in our presence.
3: I think I need a scepter, <laughs> but that—I mean—I also had a scepter for my hot dog ambassadorship, so I feel like I need to incorporate. Yeah, but it's that, hard. You're
2: just—that's your brand. That's your you, brand person that holds scepters. It yeah. could be a scepter that's also a wishbone. Ooh, oh, Edible! I love in, or that. in some way you can eat stuff off it or you can feed people. It's a big a spoon! Drum, a
3: drumstick! No. A drumstick! That or at the end, it's got a pepper grinder. Ooh. So I can Ooh. turn upside down and grind yes. it like we the Olive Garden. Yeah, that's a good yes. idea. Although pepper
4: <laughs> is not a, a particularly Thanksgiving specific food. It, it could be like a, like a jar of sage, but pepper grinder. Gravy. Gravy. gravy
3: boats. Yes, a gravy boat. I just have to <laughs> not spill the, don't spill the gravy. And that's the thing, and every time I spill the gravy, I have to give out three wishes. Yes. And every time I spill the gravy, you get three wishes. No matter who sees me, spill the gravy and I don't know if I can take care of the wishes, but I'll I'll get some sort of, uh, I don't know, I feel like I need like, like turkey bites, like the Ceno bites, but um, made out of turkeys.
2: That's great. They attack the children or whatever. That that's the other thing. You've got the Easter bunny, something for the kids. We need to do something that gets the kids. Because I mean, Molly, I'm just going to say Molly's kids a bit of an outlier in terms of being excited about Thanksgiving like toys, right? But like, what what is it for the ch- to make the children? By the way, I learned about this up uh, spoiler alert, upcoming pop history on Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. But one of the hilarious things. Reasons are you
3: about to bring up the ragamuffin parade? I can't with that (laughs) shit. I, you guys,
2: that's what the kids used to do though. to, To so that's that's why Thanksgiving has zero, besides maybe arguably the parade, zero things for kids in it. It's really more of an adult holiday in a lot of ways or just a family affair. But the, it used to be that little bratty kids would dress up like essentially like homeless people
3: <laughs> and walk around. And what would they what say? What did they say? It's like, like Thanksgiving for me. Yeah, anything board. for Thanksgiving
2: or something <laughs> like that. And like make people give them pennies and shit. And like they, and apparently everyone like hated this. This
3: fucking <laughs> These kids holiday. dressing up like they're homeless. Wow,
1: <laughs> this yeah. has been so
3: funny reading through the Macy's Day Parade history. Sorry, this is weeks in advance. Like, we, yeah. th- you're not gonna get that episode for weeks. But it's very ridiculous. It's hilarious. Making kids dress up like they're homeless. And go and ask it anything for Thanksgiving. <laughs> anything for Thanksgiving.
2: And if you look at look up pictures of it, it, there is definitely pictures of a little. Ragamuffins online, really? Uh, but so funny, <laughs> and especially That's because so they funny. just did Halloween, and this is the same thing, but more annoying, and like on Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah, but you know, you get, they got to dress. You got.
4: You're right. They need an activity besides tracing their hands and calling it a turkey and thinking of things they're
2: thankful yeah. for. Egg hunts. Yes. You know, I mean, Chris is literally just give them a bunch of presents, but we can't do that, right? Uh, they, and and Halloween, they get candy. It's all about the candy. What do we do? For Thanksgiving, besides dress them up like pilgrims and Native Americans, which is honestly like I feel like I don't even know if anybody people we need to stop that. that. Yeah, that's I think that's gonna go
3: the way of <laughs> no. We yeah. uh, we don't condone dressing up like pilgrims or indigenous peoples here at page seven. And I do I would say that it would be awesome to have some sort of outfit though, like some sort of turkey hat. I definitely have a turkey hat I wear when I am cooking, but I think isn't the gift. The fact that your parents can get drunk in the beginning of the day, and then technically your kids can do almost whatever because they're in the middle of doing twenty other things. But actually, you brought up manhunt, Holden, and mm-hmm. I think that would be a lot of fun. Because you have to think egg of a reason, hunt,
2: not manhunt. But- oh, do you say
3: manhunt? I want manhunt. You know, when like <laughs> the, like nighttime hide and seek, Easter to get egg them out hunt. of the house.
2: A hide and seek game would be cool, I think, since it's centered around food. Um, I could see a fun little, like, eating contest, but that that can always have its own bad consequences.
3: Did you guys do—so I brought this up when we were—when I was watching all of the leprechauns last month. Did you guys leave shoes outside for St. Patrick's Day so that—and if you didn't leave the shoes out because leprechauns in the lore— are cobblers, and they fix shoes. So if you didn't leave shoes outside, they would come in and give you tricks instead. Or if you left your shoes outside, they would put candy in them. What? Are you talking about about St. Nicholas Day? St. Nicholas Day, you put out your shoes and they you get
4: like a little, a a dollar or something. But no, I've never heard of putting your shoes out for St. Patrick's
3: Day. I brought this up and everybody looked at me, by everybody I mean my roommates and my partner, looked at me like I was a fucking crazy person. And I was like, I swear that we used to put shoes out for St. Patrick's Day, called my mother, she says I'm a liar. I was like, I, and then Henry... Did remember that we put out shoes? I was like, we put out shoes. This is like a Mandela oh, yeah. effect within your juice. own
4: family. Maybe you and Henry both yeah. have a false memory, or
2: your mom is gaslighting you. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm on the Wikipedia, and I'm looking up. Uh, I'm on Saint pa- Saint Patrick's Day on Wikipedia, and I literally just w- did the find and typed in shoe, and nothing came up
3: nothing came there's up not, they not are not non-couples. only is there not a
2: like full segment of the article about it there's literally not no mention of shoes
4: and i'm in a family where we always do things like saint patrick's day is like observed in my family like we uh, when i was a kid i'd always wake up to like a special saint patrick's day item of clothing a card like it was like observed
3: and we never did the shoes but again there maybe this is a regionalism i don't know it could be a regionalism, but what I'm saying is I think that we need to do something with basters and gravy. I like, so, all right, if I am the empress of Thanksgiving, yes. then I'm the one that is doling out the gravy.
2: And we have to actually. do something to please you in order to yes. accomplish the gravy board. Yes, there Then I guess I task. need more
4: gravy. What about like yeah. uh, yes. uh, uh yeah, I'm trying to go with Holden in terms of the Easter egg hunt. There could be, like, like a Passover, you know, you hide the Afikomen and then you have to find it. There could be some kind of scavenger hunt.
3: This is what I mean, because you want to get the kids out of the house so that you can keep cooking.
4: Yes.
2: Right. I, so I, you what, what is, is the idea? Ha- hide the wishbone.
3: Yeah, hide the wishbone. Yeah. I think that,
4: like, football is, you know, associated with Thanksgiving. But what if you have a fatty family like my
3: family? No fucking way. Would we ever go out? Can you imagine my family going outside? i mean, like, what do we do? Well, I'm just going to sit on the grass. Can I sit on the grass instead? Right.
4: Yeah. And we don't want to force all the children of the, of the nation to
2: play football.
3: No, I'm going right. to circle back. I'm going to come up with more ideas. And you will hear from the Empress of Thanksgiving about this.
2: Fantastic. Thank you for that. Uh, can I do <laughs>
3: Celebrity conspiracy. Tell me your conspiracy theory. All right. Okay.
2: First of all, I'm just going to go ahead and say thank you to everyone who has written into the page seven email for, uh, just general love as well as, uh, though, celebrity conspiracies and blind items. Um, Oh,
3: I'm also going to throw out there real quick, and thank you so much to Janelle for sending us. Her brother was in the special dessert episode of Guy's Grocery Games, and I watched the fuck out of it because I love Guy's Grocery Games, and thank you so much for sharing that with us. And also, real quick, Molly, earlier when you brought up that you need a new reality show, it was Alex Alexander, and yes, I don't mean to dox you, but your name is fucking awesome. Alex Alexander told us... All of the reasons of why we should get into Big Brother. Oh, I yeah. was also told by someone else that we should start with season five. Okay. So, Molly, do you want to go on this journey with me through the holidays? Start season five of Big Brother? Season five, big brother, because, dude, read the email, because they completely sold me on the fact that, like, you're watching people that are locked in a house trying to manipulate each other into winning money, but then they make them do these very difficult challenges to keep advancing in the game so sorry i didn't mean to cut you off holden no but i think that as an entity we need to start watching big brother okay i will I'm look down. into
2: it i will at least figure out where i can watch it
3: okay celebrity conspiracy celebrity conspiracy
2: Fairy. so uh by the way page the number seven uh podcast at givo.com page seven podcast givo.com uh also i just want to say this Th- so many people have written in that just know um If you're not hearing yours today, you very well may hear yours in a future episode. We now have a ton of meat on this boat. And I won't look at them.
3: I don't look at them. I only look look at the other ones.
4: I'm going to just put it out there real quick that I think we might need a song, so we don't have to brainstorm that now, but Jackie, you and me maybe can think of what we're going to sing to Holden when he says it's time for Celebrity Conspiracy Corner. I I mean, Celebrity
2: Conspiracy kind of rhymes, so you already got something
3: kind of Conce- <laughs> celebrity conspiracy theory I don't believe him there you go uh, is or that do, you, <laughs> too aggressive? do you believe him oh okay I like that yeah, do you believe
4: what, him so, he, so Holden can say it's time for a celebrity conspiracy theory and then Jackie and I can say do you believe him do you believe
3: him and I I'll try like and match with you. This will be great. And you guys get to hear our um brainstorming session today <laughs> on the Empress of Thanksgiving, <laughs> as well as coming up with songs. Uh, again, we're just trying to not think about the reality. Bit of a thing <laughs>
2: happening right now. Bit of a thing. I tank. love it. Yeah. I
3: feel I'm, like I'm on fire. We, we all know
2: We gotta to
4: work together.
2: Hell yeah.
4: Yes, we do. See what
2: sticks. Though so that spaghetti against that wall. <laughs> See if it sticks. <laughs>
3: spaghetti.
2: Uh, all right, here we go. This one comes in from my boy Kyle, aka MD Leo Spaceman on Twitch. He runs the post Japanese stream, Ease on Friday nights, as well as other fun stuff on there. Go check him out. I love you,
3: MD Leo Spaceman.
2: Out. He's the best. We love him, and thank you so much, Kyle, for this. Put a lot of work into this one, okay? And um, this is a- centered around. Dave Thomas of Wendy's, uh, this is the theory, has secretly been pushing his Square Burger selling agenda for decades through our radio waves. Dave Thomas used his grandson Rob Thomas's music to include subliminal messaging to sell more Wendy's. All right, let's go down the rabbit hole. I hope you're ready. A little-known fact is Dave Thomas, or Rob Thomas, of Matchbox 20 fame, is actually the grandson of Wendy's founders, Dave Thomas. In a highly secret series of events, David actually paid for Rob to take music lessons with the intention of eventually weaponizing his grandson. Dave hired multiple experienced musicians to create the band known as Matchbox 20. (laughs) Matchbox 20. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Matchbox 20 is a code name. In 1972, Wendy's aired its first TV commercials, which Dave considered to be the, quote, Matchbox. I remember it's
3: 3 a.m. I'm yeah. eating burgers. Yeah,
2: I remember. <gasps> that He referred to that as his Matchbox that would set off the franchise's popularity. Can you guess what band was formed 20 years later?
3: 20 years in the making? This is conspiracy theory.
2: Many of Matchbox 20's popular hits have subliminal messaging from Wendy's when reversed and slowed. This happens a lot. We've seen this a lot on here. I included, <laughs> this is from Kyle. I included the first example of such phenomena in the attached MP3 file. And, and, and you can hear this. And I, I definitely, I'll, I'll send you guys the email, but just trust me on this. It's it's real. When, uh, so so uh, in the hit song 3AM, Rob Thomas can be heard singing, I want to eat some of my Wendy's mhm. <laughs> Coincidentally or not The year 3 a.m. was released And Wendy's surged in popularity Opening their 5,000th Wendy's restaurant In Columbus, Ohio
3: I want a Wendy's burger Yes, yes I will do. Yes, yes I, will. Do. I remember that song too
2: so, Since dwindling <laughs> in popularity in recent years We've seen the number of Wendy's franchises I've noticed this slow significantly A lot less Wendy's this. out there Since Matchbox 20, right? Unlike the great Uh, Wendy's boom during Matchbox 20's height, they were everywhere. Wendy's was, if you weren't eating Wendy's, you weren't. Uh, you it was like, what planet did you are you oh you are you a, are a stan,
3: Holden? You're definitely a Wendy's stan. If there's one I thing like I know Wendy's. about you, you love Wendy's. I, I'm I'm most full mostly if I'm on a road trip,
2: I'm a Burger King boy. But I love a good Wendy's. He loves it's dangerous. Yeah.
3: You love don't you still love- I remember being on a road trip with you. I must have been 18 years old. And did don't you love the chicken sandwich at Wendy's?
2: No, it was this. You made oh, me go Arby's. to Arby's, I and Arby's. I was so disgusted buy Arby's like you guys kept making me go to Arby's we love and you'd Arby's. be like get
3: the extra wet meat sandwich with the extra <laughs> fat meat and I was like I okay still I guess will my, my, my father Arby's gift certificates for Ugh. his birthday thank you I buy Arby's and Outback every year for his birthday oh I love meat. Outback
2: <laughs> I love Outback, But either yeah, way, man. they would. And
3: they I'd watch them
2: gleefully suck this like liquid meat down and I was one to throw up. So the <laughs> that's how we went I got ago, the chicken. We don't sandwich. eat at an
3: Arby's anymore. I promise you we don't. Henry and I don't eat at an Arby's anymore. It's My so dad still gross. loves it. It was so bad. I was like, how is this? anyways. So, Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, in high school I used to
4: eat the fuck out of Arby's before I went vegan. And then I went vegan and I was like, oh, I can't anymore. But I used to love a bacon chicken, bacon, and Swiss from Arby's. Yes,
3: please. Oh, Ooh. And when they God. put the wet cheese on the wet oh, meat, oh, on that so onion much. roll and it's I all slipping it. around.
2: Well, either way, back to this conspiracy theory. Since dwindling in popularity in recent years, we've seen Oh, i have already read that. Also although Not what they once were. To this day, you can still see a surge in Wendy's sales in cities where Matchbox 20 is touring. And there is a photo, an undoctored photo of Rob Thomas as a child with Dave Thomas. Um, And the most damning evidence is probably from Wendy's themselves. Twitter user at Brian W. Shepard put the pieces together and outed Wendy's for their subliminal patty indoctrination. The official Wendy's Twitter account simply read, give me your fries, make it real, or else forget about it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. The person on Twitter wrote, didn't realize Rob Thomas founded at Wendy's what an enterprising young man he must have been in his youth. And that's what Wendy's replied. It's a bit damning.
3: Um, I just also opened up Rob Thomas on his Wikipedia, and apparently during an acid trip, Rob Thomas was playing with dry ice and he was burned so badly that doctors initially thought that they would require amputation. But that's a whole other side. That's a sidebar that I needed to share. Because he apparently also cried and asked, how am I going to get these songs in my head out if I can't play them?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So Jackie and Molly, I posed the question to you. Did Dave Thomas of Winnies secretly... Push his square burger selling agenda for decades through our radio waves. Dave Thomas using his grandson Rob Thomas's music to include subliminal messaging to sell more Wendy's during the Makes great sense. Wendy's boom.
3: Makes absolute sense of why. I mean, and I loved Matchbox 20, but I know that they were in everybody's bag. And if you were, you must have signed a pact with the devil to make a song like Smooth with Santana, with the Santana. So I'm going to guess, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, if Uncle Dave was the Antichrist. I think that that's really where it all comes down to, um, and it is some kind of special magic going on there.
4: Yeah, 100%, I agree. Um, I also associate... (laughs) 100%, I agree. (laughs) I do, to be honest, associate... the time of Matchbox Twenty with Wendy's, but I think that's because I was a sixth grader uh, when 3 a.m. They were everywhere was you know was was on TRL um, and the VH1 Top Ten, which I have established on the show that was my top ten that I watched the VH1 Top Ten countdown, not TRL, and it was the late 90s, and it was a good time for Wendy's, um, and yeah, that guy. Uh, is up to something, both Rob and Dave. So I absolutely 100% believe this one. In
2: cahoots. In cahoots. We believe him. Wow, amazing. Thank you so much, guys. And thank you again, Kyle. Uh, all right. I don't know. I think it might be time for something, but I have no idea what it could possibly be.
3: It is time for the list. Oh, oh. who's, who's on, on the list? list? Jenny, gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. The weirdest details about famous movie props. Ooh! (laughs) Did you guys know that the chocolate pudding cans in Stranger Things were actually Vienna sausages? Oh, my
2: word. Now I...
3: Yeah, you have heard everything, Holden.
2: No, no, I stopped halfway because I was like, maybe I haven't heard everything.
3: (laughs) Whoa, oh my God. Is this the week that I finally get you to say that maybe you haven't heard everything? (laughs) Maybe. Prop master Linda Reese said the canned meat used to recreate the Retro Hunt snack packs smelled so nasty that the child actors would gag when they had to open them. Whoa. Which I imagine that they would, and I don't think that they would gag if they were opening up chocolate pudding. But did you also know, which this is kind of fun, that in eraser head, you guys have seen eraser head, right? <laughs> I actually, it's that one
2: movie that I've always meant to see, but I can never put myself in the mood knowing what the experience is most likely going to be.
3: I completely understand. We almost watched The Irishman last night. (laughs) And I completely understand where you're coming from. I know that The Irishman is good. It's just one of those where I'm just like, well, I think I'd I'd almost rather watch Casino. I know they're not the same movie. Sorry, that is a whole other sidebar. I like The Irishman more than
2: Casino. This is how you do these types of movies. Just just be like, let's throw it on for an hour, and then go do something else. and come back to
3: I know it's a good movie, and I'm not against it being a good movie. It's usually difficult for me, unless it's like a midsummer for me to jump into a three-hour-long movie. So I'm immediately like, I've got other things to do. Meanwhile, cut to how many episodes of uh, I Love a Mama's Boy I watched last night, but that's a totally different (laughs) story. So in Eraserhead, there is this, uh, it's the sound in Eraserhead that always gets me. There's a baby in it. And it just goes, ah, 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 and it's supposed to make you upset. But apparently, David Lynch has never revealed how exactly he made the grotesque baby prop in head. One journalist asked David if the baby, quote unquote, was a calf fetus or battery operated. He refused to answer. His daughter is one of the few to know, but she remains mum. Hmm. Sorry, I guess that kind of gives stuff away, but not really. It's nah. a baby, but it's not a baby. I don't. Just throwing and, that out and,
2: in In Lynch world, you, there's no giving things away. Like, what do you mean? Like no. You know what
3: I mean? That's why you understand. That's why it's more like with the baby in quotes. Like, obviously, it ain't your regular baby. Yeah. we're dealing it's, with it's an
2: experience like it's there's no spoilers, in my opinion, when it comes to the work of David Lynch, like spoiler, it's fucking crazy.
3: It's insane. <laughs> I would say, though, this is the week if you're going to go down a weird David Lynch True. hole, this is the this week to do it. Uh, this is a fun one. Hugh Jackman kept stabbing other actors and himself with his <laughs> own Wolverine claws. Apparently, the filming of the X-Men trilogy needed to use actual metal claws for some of the scenes, and accidents happen. One of the accidents involved a stunt double who, fortunately, responded gleefully and actually relished being stabbed by Wolverine. Jackman also has scars on his thigh where he stabbed himself with the claws. I can only imagine. You got those things on you. They've got to be heavy. They're attached to your hands. You're going to hurt yourself at some point. Right <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just gonna see how long that pregnant as
2: L silence like could go. I, I was got, like, wait, wait, actually let's ride this out. I I just
4: yeah,
3: didn't know I how, like
2: to,
4: it. how to add I think, yeah, I mean poor Hugh Jackman. Yes.
3: <laughs> Thank
2: you for the commentary, Dwelly. Yeah,
4: I mean absolutely
3: Whoa big, big clause. <laughs> big clause.
2: Big claws. That's just some um, big claws. Those, those ain't no baby corn claws.
3: Uh, no, they ain't no baby corn claws. Those are full-grown mommy claws.
2: <laughs> Mama tomato claws. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, Mom, I have nothing for that see, one.
3: this is the thing. You think it's easy writing baby corn jokes. It's not. Spoiler alert, it's not easy writing baby corn I jokes bet. that nobody cares about, all right? <laughs> it's difficult in my brain. And also... The wood chipper used in Fargo is now a tourist attraction. Isn't that crazy? It even appears on Fargo's official tourism website. And get this. It has its own Facebook page.
2: Hey, Jackie, um, (laughs) this guy walked up to this other guy and he said, hey, what's that on your chest? And he said, oh, this pouch holding a bunch of baby corn. It's my baby. Baby. Kjorn.
3: Oh, that's oh, really good. That I'm going to write down baby, baby <laughs> kjorn. It also makes me think of the baby corn, baby kjorn. Baby corn. Molly, come <laughs> on, see along. I know you love this one. <laughs> baby, baby corn. corn doo, 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 doo. Daddy <laughs> baby
2: corn. And she's back at her day job, ladies and gentlemen. She's back.
3: <laughs> hey, did you guys, do, all right. Baby corn. Is so tiny. How tiny is How it? How
2: tiny is Thank it? Thank you.
3: It's so tiny, you look at it twice because you think, hey, is that a big corn? When in fact, it's a baby corn.
2: Wait, no. What? Again, your joke yeah, structure right. is just such well, a yeah. roller coaster.
3: <laughs> I don't such know if weird... I'm to expect a play on words.
2: A or, a or, child, or, just or a child, yeah, child. Yeah, we don't point, know what we're going to get. road There's to nowhere. The point
3: of it. I keep you on your toes. <laughs> See, this is why I never understand when my manager sends me um, late night packets, writing packets to send out. I'm like, you don't want my jokes. This is how I write jokes. I write jokes in the way I write my Instagram captions. But oh my God, did you know the horse head in The Godfather was real? Wow. Yes, the decapitated head came from a slaughterhouse that made dog food from horses. Very upsetting. That is very, extremely very upsetting.
2: upsetting. I actually did know about that. I will say I'm glad there are better standards and practices, but I do kind of miss the old reckless Hollywood where it was like, Let's set him on fire. I don't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> I <don't care. laughs> what, we Put need to shot. Put a
3: bag of dead bloody, chip bloody horse bugs? head of it a yesterday.
2: Bed. What
4: do we care? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it makes me think of in Scrooge when he's like, I don't know, staple him when he wants to staple the antlers to the baby yeah, mouse. Yeah. And he's like, I can't staple the antlers to a baby mouse. <laughs> um, the flamethrower guitar that DuFourier plays in Mad Fuck Max yeah. Fury Road, which Fucking is sick. Of shit. That is one of those movies. Same with watching John Wick again. I will watch Mad Max Fury Road. At any time. It if it is offered, if it's nine me. o'clock in the morning, I'm like, put it on. Dude. I want it on. I always want it on. And I'm not even, there's just certain action movies I really truly feel that way about. But the guitar that he was playing was made from bedpans. Oh. Apparently, director George Miller explained everything had to be found objects repurposed ah. in the post apocalyptic world. And that's a fun little tidbit. Also, is it r- I
2: thought you were gonna bit say bit. that it was just that it was real. Like it was a real flamethrower. Wasn't it? I'm pretty sure that was a real flamethrower. Yeah.
3: That was attached to the end of it, but I think the actual guitar itself, like the body right. of the guitar but, is but the just the fact bedpans. that
2: like so much of that crazy looking movie was practical shit is so mm-hmm. cool insane and that's
4: why yeah, it's that so actually good is a legit fun fact
2: oh uh, that it, yes. it goes it goes on a short list and it's weird that scorsese gets two of these but goodfellas mad max Fury road and like the departed I, yes. and i'm sure there's a couple more they're like long movies that i can just i i'll blink in the rover and i can watch them whenever
3: i i, I a thousand hundred percent what was the last one that you said i did agree with you i forget Oh, The Departed. Fuck. And I don't give a fuck about Mark Wahlberg, but I love The Departed. He's so funny I, in
2: that movie. Like, he's or everybody in so so
3: it. Sorry, sidebar. <laughs> but also not sidebar. Back to the list. After the Wizard of Oz's iconic rupee slippers were stolen, a one million dollar reward was offered for their return. The reward was never claimed. The story ended in September 2018 when the FBI recovered Dorothy's slippers in a sting operation. This is all that is the information on this, and I don't know anything else about this, but I'm
0: very
3: curious. I'm going to assume it was stolen by somebody on the set and sold, and that down the line, it's just kind of one of those things. But, like, what kind of sting operation what was being, like, what were the FBI going into, and who owned it? I'm very, now I'm very curious.
2: Very cool. And
3: I hope you are, too, because that is the end of the list for the day. <laughs>
2: wow. Yeah. Uh, another big wow is I, I'm i losing my sight all of a sudden, which is super oh, no! weird. and wow. Very different from normal. Uh, I think I'm going
3: blind. blind items. Oh, we, oh, we can't, can't see, see them.
2: Um, so I've got a couple bangers here for you. Two strong ones. Let's start here with the first one. Um, That's one of love, and then we'll do one of hate, won't we?
3: Well, we always do.
2: (laughs) Balance. Balance it. And the I didn't see this one coming category, this massive one hit wonder singer who recently came out is hooking up with this A-list mostly movie actress slash sometime director well over twice her age. I wonder how they even met. One hit wonder. I'm going to say internet one hit wonder too. Like even more of a one hit wonder than even most one hit wonders. Like kind of a goofy one hit wonder. Um, one hit wonder because it was bad. It's like the room of songs.
3: The room of But in my brain, I go down to like chocolate rain or it's something It's like a one like hit that.
2: blunder. It's after chocolate rain, <laughs> but it's like definitely blunder. in that same category. <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure they've appeared in the same like viral video together since then. Because they became synonymous with, like, weird internet bullshit.
3: And it was after Chocolate Rain. But how much after Chocolate Rain?
2: Pretty well after. Young.
3: Rebecca Black's Friday. Yes. Yes! Rebecca Black! Okay, the crazier part
2: is who they're also referring to. Now, this is an actual... I usually avoid these because I like definitive ones, but this is an either-or situation. So who is really famous, who is kind of known for being at least bi or, or less Angelina Jolie is one of them. The other one also sometimes a director, super talented, um, a little bit kind of goes back. I think a little bit further than Angelina Jolie. I think a little bit older than Angelina Jolie hasn't like fully come out, but like clearly has, still is like,
3: but is a director or an actor director
2: sometimes, but first known for being an actor.
3: Jodie Foster. Yes. the Oh, it.
2: Wow, <laughs> yeah. But what the fuck? Rebecca Black's dating either one of those is crazy. I'd wow. watch the
3: tape. I will watch it. <laughs> I will definitely 100% watch it. So on I a, re- on a recent great. episode
2: of a podcast called Dating Straight, she spoke about a breakup she just had with a woman, uh, Rebecca Black did, and went on to say, I made a conscious decision to not, like, come out. People started asking, and I stopped not responding. I'm still in the process, it feels like. And also in terms of how she identifies, she said, to me, the word queer feels really nice. I have dated a lot of different types of people, and I just don't really know what the future holds. Some days I feel a little more on the gay side than others. But uh, congrats, Rebecca Black, and I'm the, huh. happy for you.
3: I mean, back in my day, I just said, I like dating people. And yeah. that is what I always just used to say. Right, So right. I completely understand. But also, Rebecca Black grew up. I immediately just looked at a picture of her. I'm like, wow.
2: Yeah, she's looking great, and she's feeling yeah. great, and I'm, I'm all for her uh, banging out on either Jody or Angelina. That's how. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll watch sure. it. I support it. Also, though, there was that one time you dated that squid, Jackie. So that wasn't
3: even true. Yeah, man. And I say, oh, I can. If I can fold it in there, I'd like to keep it. This. Oh, <laughs> I guess. This next, that's next what one. I is, say. Uh, yeah, and I remember <laughs> that one time you
2: finally revised. You were like, I only date people, and sometimes a squid.
3: Well, it depends on how smart the otherworldly animal is. Thank you very much. If an octopus asked me to the movies, I would say yes. (laughs) Octopus,
4: octopi are incredible. So don't turn them down. Yeah, dog. Yeah, no, You can actually also
2: say octopuses as well. People try to shoot that down, but that's actually also an acceptable plural term for uh, octopi. All right. Here we go. <laughs> thank you, thank Thanks,
3: Holder.
2: It was that was based off of a Facebook post, and I actually had to look into it because somebody was like, "I love octopuses," and yes, you can say octopus. They were like really pissed off about it. It was so funny. I went and looked. I was like, "Wow, you actually can't say octopuses." You can't right. say octopuses either way. This next fucking story is Whoa. fucking fast. A fucking native. Whoa, I bet it is. <laughs> One of the problems you face when you are this A-list singer and get a writing credit but never actually wrote anything is that you can't answer a court filing saying you never heard of someone and therefore could not have ripped off or, I don't know, stolen their song. The person who actually did
3: write the song knows the person suing very, very well. You're not talking j and Mariah Carey, right? No, who, who the fuck sucks and is a thief? Ariana Grande? Yeah! (laughs) Well, honestly, this album is actually pretty good. This album is actually pretty great. (laughs) Thank Meet you very world.
2: much. The fact that according <laughs> to court documents and, and the uh, uh, the victim in this situation is not myself this time. This time. Josh Stone.
3: This time you gotta be souping him and, and I won't <laughs> stop him, all right?
2: According to court documents obtained by The Blast, Ariana is asking a New York judge to dismiss the case brought by a songwriter named Josh Stone. In his lawsuit, Josh said Ariana's seven rings ripped off his 2017 track, You Need It. I Got It which was released
3: two years bad name for a song though right (laughs) but she
2: says that in the song which was released two years before Ariana's Seven Rings. In her response, Ariana denies lifting from the man's work and wants the lawsuit dismissed. The songwriter said before Ariana released her song, he had a bunch of meetings with music executives. Josh claims to have had a meeting with Universal Music where he showed them the material. Josh says he also met with a man named Tommy Brown who has worked with Ariana on her past five albums. He claims Tommy told him he really liked the track. He said he never heard back and then he heard Ariana's Seven Rings. He filed the suit. For all profits made off her song and an injunction prohibiting her from continuing to sell
3: the stolen thieved Whoa. music. And and am he I crazy? He will be souped. He will be souped Pass the entire planet gone mad yes (laughs) it has of course it has indeed
4: this is only one mere important but only one symptom of the planet going
3: mad yes very important i've said my piece
2: i cannot believe that was the very first blind item staring me in the fucking face the second i pulled him up this week I, i was
3: floored what a nightmare <laughs> what a Set my nightmare hair nightmare on fire
2: i bruised my own breasts
3: <laughs> we you know we're
2: all so having cool. a hard
4: week and and uh, you know this this is perhaps the hardest part Yeah, it's
2: it's it's in inju- it's about injustice and what do we do <laughs> it, can we live in a world where there's some semblance of justice of cases, and that's it you know and 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 i'll, I'll do the atticus finch uh, court speech if you Good. fucking need to
3: hear it Please, yeah, man, I'll, I'll be your boo doing Radley. Doing this, you want me to be I'll your boo Radley? It. I'll be the boo Rad. <laughs> <laughs> I. It's uh, what right. a week, guys. What a, what a week of so. thievery. What a week of injustice. But also <laughs> a week of smiling and loving uh, each other because we have to.
4: That's true. Because we have
3: to. And thank you so much for joining us on this week of page seven. Yeah, I can and see. And I hope whatever. that it got your mind off some stuff for a little bit. And if you are listening to this, the day that this comes out, tonight is the night that we will be watching. Twilight yes we are talking about the live stream of me watching Twilight for the first time and I guess Holden will also be seeing it for the first time but yes he's not as much fun because I've been reading the book well this is the perfect and thing so... right it's it's
2: I have neither read nor the books nor seen the movies you read the book but haven't seen the movie and Natalie is like super dip fan read the book seen the movie stuff right it's the yes. perfect mix them up of fandom uh, I think a good trickle down fandom.
3: We are in a trifecta of twi, and I'm very excited for it, so please join us. You just go to twitch.com slash network. We will be watching it at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I'm really excited about it, and don't worry if you forget, I'm going to post about it. And I think that we're also going to put it up afterwards, so if you can't join us, you can still watch it.
2: Hell yeah, Uh, catch us also um we're've t- uh, taken the this week off from the stream but twitch.tv forward slash old So shows where you can find me patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast and definitely please keep sending in those emails to page seven podcast at gmail.com page the number seven podcast at gmail.com we uh, we love the love and we love all the help with the conspiracies blind items everything you guys are killing it and it's just so cool to, to get to directly interact with y'all in a, in a in a really neat way um and that's all I got to say
4: And my name is Molly. I am mjklcat on Instagram.
3: Yes, you are. And I'm Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at jackthatworm. We love you guys. Again, be safe, be good to yourselves, be good to each other. And we will be back next week. Hell yeah. Love you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.
2: This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.